You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. All right, so this is Ken Vellante with Something Rather Than Nothing podcast, and I have to tell you, it's a great pleasure uh, to be uh, having as a guest of Yul Thomas, uh, a friend of mine, uh, extremely talented musician, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, went to the University of Rhode Island uh, together, um, studied yep. some great classes. Yep. And uh, listened to some great music, including uh, his music at the time. He was in a band uh, called Superbug. He's got a new uh, band, a project he's been working on called Well-Bred Mongrels. And we'll hear a couple tracks. Uh, we'll hear a track from, from each one of those uh, bands. But uh, Buell, just wanted to welcome you to the podcast. Much obliged to be here um, and honored. Uh, can't wait to... Uh have people here the well-bred mongrels and talk about growing up and enjoying the state of rhode island man because i haven't been back all right all right so so yeah let's let's start off uh the first question we ask is um what were you like as a as a young child uh were you dabbling with music dabbling with art what 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 did you do what were you doing born born and raised in providence Born in the same hospital as my mother, lying in hospital. Uh, my first instrument was a cello that my dad thought that I might like because that was his favorite instrument. However, I could not take carrying that thing to school every day, so I broke it. And I took some time off. I was about seven years old when I started playing the cello. That lasted about a month and a half. And then when I was nine, I'm sitting in a classroom and this really cool guy named Carlos from Fox Point comes in with a trumpet and a tattoo on his arm and starts playing. And I'm like, that guy is the coolest guy and I am going right. to be a trumpet player, and that's when I started playing the trumpet. Uh, so it's just kind of, yeah. just kind of like lightning, like that, right? Just yes, it, it, it's it's my it, it, when I talk to people about what to do with kids and and music, kids know what they're going to play as soon as they see the instrument. You know what I mean? In other words, that's my instrument. I've been playing it for years. And if I could go back and change, I would have. I would have become a guitarist. I love the guitar and would have wanted to be like a rock guitarist. But I can't change the fact that it was love at first sight. And that is, it's just, it's been with me since nine years old, man. So Yeah, I love that. It sounds like the... The question answers itself, right? You know, it's, right. it just it just it just comes to you. Um, it does. Yeah, Buell. What uh, what what forms what forms of art uh, you know have it have attracted to you? Both you know, obviously you're a musician, but right. both in the sense of maybe what you participate in or what you like to to consume or enjoy within within the art world. What's you know what's your jam? Uh, starting off, literature, man from the time that I guess I was about 13. So 
I took the test to get into classical high school in Providence. Got in. The first summer that ninth grade, they give you a reading list. Well, they give you a reading list every year, but I remember reading The Hobbit. And The Hobbit changed my life forever because it was the most incredible thing that I had ever experienced. I mean, I still remember getting goosebumps reading that book. So yeah. throughout my life, I, I've always been into literature. Um, when I came to New York, I, I was, I've been lucky enough or blessed enough to go to every single museum. And I love, love, love paintings. I, I just, um, I've gone to every museum to see um, exhibits, and I'm just in love with the whole painting thing of aspect of art. Yeah, I, I, um, I think we share, we definitely share that. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of literature and uh, adore, just adore painting. Um, yeah. And it's interesting for me because I've studied, you know, deliberately studied an intense amount uh, of literature over the years. Right. Um, but in within school and then on the with with painting, it's all all been kind of like self self taught and. Right. Uh, but both uh, passions passions of mine uh as 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 well and it's it's great that you have that same same level of enjoyment um yeah. uh, probably that i do that passion for it so right. what what is so what is art uh buell like in in your in your opinion what do, what do you see you know you refer to paintings and, and music and such but when you look at something you say ah oh, that's a beautiful piece of art what do you what do you what are you saying i think that art reflects life and it reflects it in a couple of different ways it reflects it in a real way whereas we get a real image of life society history what's going on in the world and i think we get a virtual where we see somebody's own image of something that might not look anything like the real image or the, even the real thing. So I think what artists do in all forms of art is to show what they see real things as. Sometimes you get an image that looks exactly like a tree. And then sometimes you get an image that looks nothing like a tree, yet it's the artist's image of a tree. So we're always, uh, as artists, we're always trying to show what we see in real life. A am I making sense when I say that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, go ahead, and go ahead. It's, it's everywhere. Art is everywhere. It's, I mean, nature um, produces art. Humans produce art. You know, it's it's just. You look at a place like New York City. Um, it's everywhere. The graffiti, the murals. 
We've got museums. If you look in Rhode Island, it's the same thing. If you walk along a beach, uh, the way the sun is hitting the ocean, the way the sunset rises, no sunset is no sunset or sunrise is the same every single day. You know what I mean? So I mean, art is is just. It's how we. It's how the world is uh, is visualized. In 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 right now, uh, you know, the last few episodes of the podcast I've been recording, of course, with the coronavirus pandemic, with the huge restructuring of the way we're living, and and kind of anxiety around that. And I think one of the things that I've I've been very interested in in talking to artists or within the role of artists is. You're you're there in you're there in the Bronx, right? And, right. and it's an it, kind of an intense uh, uh, scene. Can you, as a, as an artist, as 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 a performer, can, can you uh, take take uh, take a swing at the question of what the role of art and music is right now within that context within the pandemic? I think it's it's complete and utter distraction. Because basically the world is, or in New York City, we are in full-on lockdown, quasi or quasi uh, quarantine, and we're we're basically shuttered. And any news that we get, any announcements that we get, are always somebody's sick the numbers of people who are being diagnosed with or, you know, testing positive for the coronavirus, it's everywhere. And so I think art needs to be um, a, a distraction for us, whether it's enjoying it, uh, listening to music, um, or, or just doing it, even if it's not something that you do every day, but to do it to just distract yourself from, I mean, a pretty much grave situation. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, so you find yourself, the, the role, do you think it's a little bit more of a role of the distraction than, than normal, like that we need the distraction of, of the arts right now? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, so uh, about two weeks ago, a, a large number of people in New York were not permitted to go to work. If you think of, of the everyday um, ritual that a lot of New Yorkers have, which is to wake up, quickly get dressed get on the subway and go to a job takes up a lot of time but it distracts you from being a creative person you see what i'm saying in other words yeah. it's yeah. like you turn into a robot like a, a funny story like about two and a half weeks ago i had been taking the train for almost two years to lower manhattan for my job and same thing every single day get up take the kids to school get on the train go to work without fail two weeks ago my wife says listen man i really don't think it's smart for you to take the train 
no, but I got I got to go to work. Where yeah, am I going to yeah. park? I got to drive. I got to die. I'm not going to drive to the city. It costs such and such amount of money. Finally, she's like, I'm putting my foot down. You're driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and so what? Uh, to make a long story short, it takes you out. This has taken us out of our everyday ritual, especially in New York, which is like everything is centered around going to work and making money. And now we're home. You see what I mean? Yeah. So now you need to be distracted. And then every time your phone bleeps or you turn on the TV, it's another report of somebody who's tested positive or passing away. So, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and thank you. I, I find myself, um, it's, it's, it's curious. One question has popped into my head as far as, like with music is I last night I was listening for a while and really, really enjoying kind of my tangent of music that I enjoy of uh, doom metal. Right. It's like going. Uh Yeah. Like right into it. Right. Right into the monsters, right into the aggression, right right into the confusion. And then, uh, then I think about like, it feels like I'm going into that, but then at other times I know that the music I'm picking is, for a very different reason of being like, this sounds good. It's upbeat. Uh, let me just, you know, go along with, with this. So I find myself kind of moving back and forth between like immersing myself into some of that darkness and then kind of like pulling back and being like, all right, it's time for some time for some Taylor Swift, something a little bit lighter. <laughs> something a little bit, <laughs> you know? No, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, Music is something that is, uh, there's so much of it that you really can't quantify or qualify. It's like we all get certain um, feelings and, and, and um, emotions, but, but we, get, we, do, we, we listen to music for, for completely different reasons. We might listen to Led Zeppelin one day to get riled up. We might listen to death metal to get riled up. And then another day we might listen to the same music to chill us out. And it might be that you listen to Joni Mitchell Blue because you want to feel relaxed. But also, sometimes you listen to Joni Mitchell's Blue and it just it gets you to a point where you could go out and, and, and run a marathon. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It, the, the thing about the triggers that, and this is the thing about art, it triggers all these different um, uh, in your senses. And, and I mean, thank God there is so much art and, and out there. Or yeah, else. I, 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 I completely agree. So, hey, um, let's go to the, the way back time travel machine. Um, yeah. the, the next podcast after you, I got a, a really brilliant uh, physicist who's going to be like looking at like we're going to talk about time travel and why there's something rather than nothing and right. all this stuff. But let's let's do our own little time travel here. I'm um, going back to. Uh, maybe about uh, 25 years ago, uh, your right. band uh, that you're in, um, in 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 lead on with uh, Superbug at the University of Rhode Island. Right on. Um, as as you know, um, you know I I, I love the music uh, that that you guys produced. Uh, a lot of my friends right. did. Got to see you live. So can you um can you take us back a little bit to um 
to to your experience, you know, back at the University of Rhode Island, putting together the the band, and just just tell us the story of the band and what you were up to. Right on, man. Basically, Superbug started on Caswell Street. It started in an apartment right across from the IGA and the big parking lot. And so I was rooming with Mark Archambault, who was the guitarist in the band. Yeah. And um, every Saturday, he would um, he would have Craig... Craig uh, Craig come over and the guys from Sub Gum Soup and they would jam. And so um, eventually I um, started uh, to just get involved with them. I started playing uh, jamming with them on the horn. Craig asked me to, and then also singing, Craig asked me to sing with Sub Gum Soup. So I started off singing with them. I was going to go do a recording with them, but it never materialized. And then Mark had started uh, Superbug on a, on a, around the same time and then said, hey, well, if you're not going to be in Subgum, why don't you come sing with us? And literally, that's how the band began. So we went through... A couple of different lineups we recorded fitness which was the first album we did we did a our first show was in newport it was like an open show and that's where we met uh remember dave joy yes we met dave joy from uber alice and we had we did another album with ron kroll on drums and then we finally got the final lineup <clears throat> with Rob Verdi and Bill Lying, and the rest was quote unquote history. I mean, the experience, it, 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 I could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so um, it took us through through 1995 and we were in the we won the wbru rock hunt we recorded four albums and i mean the the whole scene of the rhode island music scene was so tight-knit and 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 powerful that I mean, it, it, it's an experience that I can't ever, ever, ever forget and never will forget. And the people that we met, the people that we played with um, is just something that I can't. It's, it's hard to even talk about it. Um, unfortunately, we lost Bill Long before we could reunite. But like I said, uh, I don't, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was an experience that it's hard to, to rope into a couple of sentences, you know what I mean? So, well, you know, one of the things is, is I think, uh, 
a lot of people who experienced the band, experienced the music around that time, were really were just really excited about it. It was a great experience. It was a sheared experience of both the enthusiasm and the great music that you guys exactly. were playing. I, I think it was special, and I think that's what's cool about it. Um, and, um, you know, for, for everybody who's listening, uh, we're going to have a track at the end of um, – this episode from Superbug, uh, Buell. Right now, you're working uh, your latest project, so well-bred mongrels, right? And uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about your um, let's let's talk about the, that project and uh, what you've been up with that. That project basically got off the ground in about 2010. So I, I when the when we broke up as Superbug, I came down to New York and studied at. Uh, City College and then I played around the city with various other people I sat in with people mostly and then I met a man named TJ Swan Joe Carter who had a recording studio on 58th Street I had a conversation with him that I had songs that I wanted that I'd been meaning to record and I went to his studio, which was a museum of analog equipment. And basically, he and I sat down and arranged an album and recorded it in his Velvet Swan Studios. Um, I recorded 10 songs with him and then um, put it out on vinyl. I made, I pressed 500 copies of that. And then... It's also on SoundCloud under The Well-Bred Mongrels. Um, I did a couple of shows for that album. And then, unfortunately, Joe passed. So um, I was sort of left not with, with nowhere to turn, but I decided that I was going to start um, doing everything myself. So I recorded this album basically by myself and i have 12 songs that i'm i released six as a volume one and i'm going to release six more as a volume two uh, well yeah thanks thanks for catching us up hey you'll yeah. right now i want to play um uh, a, a track um uh one of your tracks called cool. uh real thing we're gonna cut into that right now i'll pick up the chat after we play it all right okay man the struggle is real the struggle is real Intertwined by 
But you still got the groove, brother, right? Oh, man. That was fun. <laughs> I never listened to it like in that, in that, uh, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I love that track. You know, it, it's, it's, um, uh, I always really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed your vocals. And, um, I, I, my mind, I don't have it pinned down yet, but I just like hearing like the various influences that are going in there with the jazz. I hit a little bit of Stevie Wonder, a little bit of that, little bit of that funk groove, you know, I'm digging on that. Well, that's, that's the thing that, you know, coming from Superbug and the types of people that we grew up with in Providence and in Rhode Island and the, and the mix of cultures, man. Yes. Even when, uh, and I have to give props to, to all the members of Superbug because they're my boys, man. I have to say hi to Chris Manchester and I have to say hi to Mark Archibald and Rob Verdi and rest in peace to Bill. Absolutely. But, but, but all that is what began with Superbug. And if you listen to, and people are going to listen to Sovereignty and the same thing, we had all this, these out, these influences coming together as one. And it's something that has never left me, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely know what you mean by the, by the influences. You know, uh, I grew up next door in uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So yep. we were we might even we might have ran past each other. <laughs> but, a great uh, town. <laughs> might have even ran past each other. A but a uh, great town. People don't even know. Oh, how great Pawtucket is. The, uh, it's the same thing. There's so many great people came out of Pawtucket. So uh, you know, it's Rhode Island. Rhode Island. People don't realize that Rhode Island is a heavy, heavy place for music, man. It it's is heavy. It is. It's, it, it's it, just it. as heavy as a place like New York uh in in its own way it's it's like there's so many influences there man oh uh, yeah you know? yeah so um so uh, a big a big question behind behind all behind all this and you've been you've been a creator musician and been you know making art for for quite a long time right. have you ever asked yourself why you create uh I have not really ever asked myself that. I've only been thankful that I do. Um, I, it's just something that um, I felt like I had to do. I went through a period of time where I did not have any direction. And I remember I was, I was sitting somewhere and I was living in like South County, Narragansett, my dad came down. I was like about 20, 21 years old, and I hadn't played my trumpet in years, like three or four years, you know? So he comes down, and uh, we go to the Willows, the Twin Willows for fish and chips. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, in his truck, he had my horn, I'm like, and he just handed it to me. And I'm like, uh, what? why he's like i don't know maybe one day you'll play it again and it just i started playing that i met some you know it's just it started the whole creative process with wanting to write music to be around people who were playing music and the next thing i knew 
I was doing it. Amen. Amen. You know what I mean? I, have I ever asked myself, do I want to create? I have to be honest. Or the reason why I create, I do not know. Yeah. I've never yeah. asked myself that question. And it's, um, it's as simple as that. Yeah, just the way things have developed. Um, yeah. That's, that's a big question. I got an even bigger one for you. Um, sure. Why is there something rather than nothing? I thought about the title or the, 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 the name of the podcast. And, of course, I started messing around with the song and some simple lyrics. And that's what I had in my notes. And I just wanted to read them to you. Amen. So give me one second. So great minds that idle and neutral do nothing and decay. Ho-hum. Oh, well. Ho-hum. Another one that got away. Ho-hum. Oh, well. Ho-hum. Another one that got away. People of the world be vital. Create something today. And that's my present to Ken Volante. <laughs> something <laughs> rather than nothing. That's what I believe. I believe that the idle mind is the devil's workshop, brother. <laughs> Do something. That's what my father always used to say. Uh, Buell, I, 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 receive, <laughs> I receive your gift in totality. I knew you'd have something special for me. And, you came <laughs> and I'll send you, I'll send you the, the musical arrangement because I can't send it over the phone. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love yeah. it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Hey, um, we got one, one, one more question. Um, right on. And this is, this is a way uh, for the folks that I talk to, my guests, uh, artists, to uh, lay it out for, for listeners um, to be able to connect with, you know, whether it's you, your music, uh, where do they go, where do they look, where do they listen? Uh, can you help folks along? Uh, we are, I am on SoundCloud under The Well-Bred Mongrels. That's the album I recorded with TJ Swan. Uh, the well, Well-Bred Mongrels, the latest music is on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, which is the most killer, 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 killer um, service, and people need to know that I Bandcamp love it. takes maybe like 0.1 percent of all the money that that comes into the artist. Most of you know, 99 percent of the money goes right back to the artist. So it's a great, 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 great company, and hopefully we'll be seeing us soon somewhere in the Rhode Island area when this whole coronavirus thing decides to leave us alone. Yeah. Well, and, and thank you so much for that. And yeah, the band camp, um, I've, I've enjoyed, I've gotten a lot of my, uh, a lot of music, uh, that way. And, uh, what I really appreciate about band camp, uh, for me, the kind of ways I use it to kind of supplement all my other listening is that, you know, bands that you wouldn't be able to find or connect right. to around right. the world, right. you know, um, they're right there getting their stuff, uh, out there. And also, um, I went on a, a, a deep, deep, deep dive into, um, some actually very good 
good quality uh, Pink Floyd bootlegs that showed up uh, on Bandcamp. Um, really? Kind of, yeah, just some concerts, you know, of 1978 in Boston, wow. and cool. just listening to different versions. So uh, cool. that'd be a great place. Everybody can find the Well-Bred Mongrels uh, on Bandcamp. Um, um, just another, um, I forgot yeah, to mention yeah. the... Um, we're also on Facebook. We have a wedge page and wellbredmongrels.com. That's so, great. Uh, and so you um, have a dedicated website, as you mentioned. We right do. There. Yeah. I, I, I love, I've completely enjoyed speaking to you. And before, I mean, I, I know, and I, I feel like there's so much more to talk about, dude. <laughs> Well, well, Buell, you didn't you didn't know that you know being a guest initially lays the groundwork for you know episode number two. So you're oh, you're, you're 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 obligated uh, you're obligated in that way. Well, you know because the thing is, is like speaking about the whole like history of of music from like 1991 to 94. You could do a whole podcast of just 91 to 94 in, in Rhode Island. You know, and I, think, I think that's a fantastic, fantastic idea. And you, you mentioned it's a small state, tight knit uh, community, yes. a lot of great art coming out yes. and, uh, in the scene. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But absolutely. I um, digress. No. Hey, Hey, Buell, I'm going to play, uh, everybody. I'm going to play a uh, super bug, uh, sovereignty is the name of the track. Hang on, Buell, because I'll probably yell and make a couple exclamations after we have done listening to this. And, okay. All but right. it, and it, it, let's, let's, uh, let's get into that track right now. It's a great track. Okay, man.
That's the bug, right. man. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. I'm gonna say it now. Rock and roll is gonna save us. Yeah, well, rock and roll music gonna will save us. Save us. Uh, everybody, uh, Buell Thomas, uh, Superbug, and Well-bred Mongrels. It has been a great thrill and pleasure, Buell. I yep. want to thank you so much for joining us. And uh, likewise, brother, it was an honor to be here. We'll talk soon, I hope. Take care now. All right, man.